0: From the vibrant soul of Sherriana Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherriana's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherriana and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherriana and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more.
1: Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom head on over to sherryannaboyle.com and grab your copy today. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherry Anna Boyle. I'm the host of the show. And the show, if you're new to the show, is about spirituality. It's about mental health. Every single one of our shows is sponsored by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. You can head over to the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace by going to my website, sherryannaboyle.com. And there you're going to find some of our authors previous authors who have been on the show, their books. You're also going to find my new book, Energy and Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Today, we're going to be talking about the afterlife frequency, everyone. And I have a very special guest here, Mark Anthony. Welcome to the show.
2: Sheriana, it's always great working with you. And for all your listeners, I had Sheriana on my show, The Psychic and the Doc, a couple months back. And uh, she's always a joy to have on. In fact, we look forward to you coming back. So thank you oh. for having me here.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I appreciate that. And you you mean a lot to me when you uh, were sharing some insights about energy in action. You were like, I can feel the energy. I was like, oh, yay, Mark Anthony feels the energy. That's a big deal to me. So thank you. Well, so let well- me just...
2: Yeah, no. I was going to say, well, well, what your your book and in my <laughs> book, actual frequency, it's about energy, energy, vibration, frequency, and everything is energy from the subatomic level on up, and and so there's different applications of it. So your book is extremely important for the physical and emotional healing. My book is important for the um emotional and spiritual healing and and dealing with grief. So. Um, So I I, I always find it a pleasure to work with somebody that understands the power of the healing power of vibrational energy frequency.
1: Absolutely. And I do believe that there's a bit of accountability that comes with that. There's a bit of responsibility in the way that you work with energy, the way you use energy and even the way you teach about energy. Would you agree, Mark?
2: w- oh, without a doubt without a doubt, um because once again, you know it it's easy to go around, especially in our fields in the metaphysical and the the health fields say like, oh, everything is energy, and it's like, yeah, we hear that all the time, but this is not some some granola airy fairy fanciful fanciful saying, we know from quantum physics that on the subatomic level, you go from molecules to atoms to electrons, protons, and neutrons to the smallest particle, which is a quantum, ergo quantum physics, and everything on the most basic level is electromagnetic energy. And that means our bodies, um, the air we breathe, the light we see, the surface of Mars and beyond is everything is on the most basic level, electromagnetic energy, which also means that that uh, biology and the physical sciences have no distinction, no difference on that level. And so, when you work with energy, even though you're thinking, you know, the physical sciences deal with um, in inorganic matter and energy. And the biological, I call those the squishy sciences because they deal with living organisms and they have are traditionally been treated as two separate fields until you bring in quantum physics. And at the most basic level, they have an interconnection, which is why, Sharianna, your question, your statement is so important, because when you work with energy properly, you're affecting both the physical and the biological.
1: mm. Thank you for pointing that out. I think that that means a lot. And I don't think people talk about that enough in our field. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you, Mark. So Mark Anthony, everyone, who is also known as JD Psychic Explorer, is a fourth generational psychic medium who communicates with spirits. He is an Oxford educated attorney licensed to practice law in both Florida and Washington, D.C., Uh, And he and before the United States Supreme Court, Mark has appeared nationwide on television, radio, including CBS TV, The Doctors, Guided TV, Beyond Belief. He co-hosts everyone. And this is what I was on. I got to be a guest on. It was awesome. The live stream show, The Psychic and the Doc on transformational networks so be sure you get go check that show out it's pretty amazing the psychic explorer travels to mystical locations in remote corners of the world to examine ancient mysteries and supernatural phenomena he is a featured speaker at conferences expos and universities which include brown and columbia and he is the bestseller author of three best-selling books the latest which is what we're focusing on today everyone is the afterlife frequency which has won multiple awards he also has written never letting go and the evidence of eternity so i just want to give them a sense of how special it is to have you on the show mark and so as we get back in yes i absolutely agree that and i and i really want the audience to hit home with us and i love the way you describe the science and the biology because I think it's important to your, your energy is such a valuable commodity, right? And yeah. you, you don't yeah. want just anybody. Yeah. It, it, it is it, right? So we, we have to treat ourselves like when you, when you share your energy with someone else, I mean, it's a very, it is the commodity, a valuable resource. So what do you mean, Mark, when you talk about the afterlife frequency. What do you mean by that?
2: There we go. <laughs> there you go. There's frequency in action. There
1: we go. Sorry, everybody. I was like, "What's going on?" I really you mute went I Okay, go ahead.
2: Well, the afterlife frequency is is some people call it the other side. Some people call it heaven. It's the afterlife, and because everything is frequency, look at it this way: we live in the material world. And I like to refer to it as AM radio. So we live in AM radio. We are energy, we are frequency, like Sheriana and I were just talking about. But our, our vibrational frequency is at a lower level. And the other side, when you die, is FM radio. So when you die, you leave the AM radio and you go to FM radio. And when spirit communication, which I call interdimensional communication, what that is, is an overlap between these two systems. So what was, um, funny about, about how I came up with the idea for the book, I, I had a number of working titles and I was working with my, my publisher and they said, we love the book, but we're not sure about the title. And, and so I said, well, let me think about it. And I went for a walk on the beach because I live near the ocean and that always clears my head out. I mean, it's, you know, it's great walking on the beach and I'm like, well, my book is about frequency and it's about the afterlife. And I'm standing there and I remember like the water, just a wave just kind of touches my toes. And I'm looking at the frequency and the waves of the ocean. And I go the afterlife frequency, I go the afterlife frequency. (laughs) So I run home and I, I did a search and nobody has ever used that title before. So I called the publisher and, and I, I I said to my, the, the chief editor, the afterlife frequency, and there was a pause and she said, I love it. It's,
1: it's and, brilliant.
2: And
1: so, it I love out. it too. I mean, and I love those moments that happen to me with emotional detox and energy and action. I, I love those moments where you're not looking for it. Yeah. Right. You just, you're just. In the moment, and it just pops in out of nowhere, right? So mm-hmm. I love the afterlife frequency; it makes perfect sense. So, so what you're taught? I love your AM radio example. AM, and then there's the FM station, and then you say that we're we communicate in this interdimensional way,
3: right.
1: where you know it's interesting because I think at least people pro- that listen to this show fairly. Psychic mediumship's been along around for a long time. I don't know if you've dove into the roots there, but I mean it's centuries, right? Oh, yeah. And where do you see us heading with all this?
2: Well, it's it's getting much more sophisticated. Um, in in a number of my lectures and and in my books, particularly the afterlife frequency, I I do mention how um, even in the Bible. Or especially in the Bible, it's loaded with psychic and mediumistic people. It's just that when they're the good guys, they're prophets or good girls, they're prophetesses. And uh, when they when they want to call us bad, they call us witches and, and things like that. But um, if you look at Joseph interpreting the dreams of Pharaoh in the Book of of Exodus, and um, Joseph is an extremely important figure in Judeo Christian. Uh, belief systems and he he was betrayed by his brothers I think he had 11 brothers and he was th- um, sold into slavery to the Egyptians and eventually and it's a long story but he ends up in in Pharaoh's prison. well meanwhile he starts interpreting the dreams of other prisoners. And one, and, and there's two of them that were both pharaohs. Uh, one was his baker. The other was, um, like, a uh, one of a, a high ranking court official. Long story short, they're released. Uh, one of them put to death as Joseph interpreted. The other one rose uh, to his position back in court. And the pharaoh was having disturbing nightmares, a reoccurring nightmare that seven fat cows would emerge from the Nile River only to be devoured by seven scrawny cows, then seven plump ears of corn emerged only to be devoured by seven skinny ears of corn. And and the, the dream was tormenting him, and none of the magicians or mystics or the priests of the Egyptian religion could interpret it. But the one official said, I know a Hebrew in your prison who can. So they bring Joseph before Pharaoh and he interprets the dream, which is a prophetic dream telling the future that there will be seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And so Pharaoh rises him to the stage, uh, to the, the position of grand vizier to oversee the preparations for the famine. And I could go on and on and on, but there are several instances throughout human history. And one of the lectures that I.
1: I think you're muted again, Mark. I'm still here, everyone, but yeah, Mark is yeah. muted. Okay.
2: Yeah, and I'm not touching anything. So spirits so.
1: messing with us or something. I don't know what's going on.
2: Yeah. Um, anyway, um, there have been mystics behind the thrones of power for thousands of years. Now we're beginning to study this phenomenon through scientific lens. I've been studied by a number of scientists. In fact, and and I'm not at liberty at this point in time to disclose any of the details, but um, a very distinguished university has asked me to be part of an afterlife study. And basically, what it comes down to is there's a part of the brain about four inches behind the center of our forehead. If you go in about four to five inches, there's the pineal gland. And the pineal gland is very small gland. It's the most mysterious And one of the most studied glands in the body, it's between the size of a grain of rice and uh, and a bean, and it controls our circadian rhythms, the excretion of melatonin, the the hormone. It regulates our ability to perceive light. It also regulates our uh, brainwave frequencies. And it's believed that the pineal gland, which also contains calcite and magnetite crystals, is the receptor area for what we call psychic ability. And then we have another area too, which is our solar plexus, which is in the diaphragm, because yeah. that's the second most complex bundle of nerves outside of the cerebral cortex in the body. And the the um, the uh, cells in the in the solar plexus are very similar to the ones in the cerebral cortex. So right. we receive emotional and sensory um, messages through the diaphragm's um, solar plexus. We receive the auditory and the uh, the visual and the data through the pineal gland. And some people are simply better at it than others. You know, because we're all good at different things, and right. so. Now we're beginning to see that this isn't hocus pocus. This isn't magic. This is actually based on sound scientific principles of frequency, energy, and human physiology.
1: Amazing. I I mean, I'm just thinking about all the individuals out there who experience anxiety as that, that whole gut area, right? That whole solar plex area where they get the they're having symptoms perhaps. And also that third eye, I see that all the time with my clients and that gland and people suffering from addictive kinds of behaviors. I love that you're explaining this and that you're being, you're part of a huge study. I mean, you're perfect for that, Mark. I'm so happy to hear that.
2: Well, thank you. Um, It's been, it's been an interesting life. I mean, I, I (laughs) My parents had these abilities. Um, This runs in my family for generations, and my father was a U.S. Navy SEAL and an aerospace engineer. My mother was a commercial artist and and mom. And so, you know, they weren't like running around with turbans and Ouija boards, flinging granola at people. Um, They they were we were the all American family next door, sort of. And and um, but I've, I've researched. Both sides of the family, and I can track it back into the 1890s on both sides. So it, it appears to be a genetic proclivity. And that makes sense. I mean, certain genetic traits run through families. In other words, left handedness is a genetic trait, and people that are left handed, there tends to be a number of left handed people in their family. In my family, most people have either hazel or brown eyes, but occasionally somebody with blue eyes pops up because that's what's known as a recessive trait. And a recessive trait is is, um, like a dominant trait would be right-handedness, my family brown eyes, but a recessive trait would be uh, one that may skip a generation or two. And when you get two parents with the same recessive trait then the likelihood of one of the children having that recessive trait increases exponentially. And and, and my, do, you, do
1: you have siblings?
2: I do. I have an older brother and an older sister, and they're very sensitive psychically. Uh, they're good with precognition. They're very good at anticipating or picking up on, on future events, but they're not um, – I got the whole package, basically. I mean, they—they'll even say that. I mean, like my sister will say, you know, I'm—I pick up on stuff, but nothing like Mark does, and know, um, I'm not bragging or anything. I mean, it just is—is is the way. Right. It is.
1: And and how do you feel? So your your book. Let's go to the book after the Afterlight. It's just—it's not even the—is it the afterlife yes, frequency this, or just? No, after? I-
2: yeah, the oh,
1: yes. okay. Your website, which is what I'm reading, is afterlifefrequency.com.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, um I own the domain names on both. So if you go to either the afterlifefrequency.com or afterlifefrequency.com, you'll you'll get to my site.
1: Brilliant. And what are they gonna find in that book?
2: Quite a bit. Um <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. What I've done here is I've introduced new terminology and some cutting-edge theories to explain the existence of the soul, the afterlife, and to explain all the different forms of spirit communication. You see, for for thousands of years, and we were talking about the Bible a little bit, um, but for thousands of years, people have reported contact with the other side. All the religions talk about it. All the prophets and in all the different belief systems, but they've also documented near-death experiences. They didn't know what to call them. You know, for thousands of years, there were people who die and then they'd come back to life, and these resurrections baffled physicians, baffled religious leaders. And what got even more astonishing is the stories they came back with. I left my body, I went through a tunnel into the light, I saw people I know who died, I talked to God, Mm -hmm. and then they would come back. And and so nobody understood what these were until the 1970s, when Dr. Raymond Moody coined the term near-death experience. Then there's the deathbed visions, people who are, are in the process of dying, and they start to talk to spirits people they know who died and it gets even better because a deathbed vision becomes a shared death experience when people in close proximity hmm. who are not in imminent threat of dying let's say healthcare uh, workers family members close friends they start seeing these spirits too hmm. and that's what we call it a shared death experience and so i introduced a concept the electromagnetic soul to explain not just how we're able to communicate with spirits, but to explain all the different forms of spirit communication. And that's why this book is different than any other book written by a medium. It's different than any other book written by a near-death experience researcher or survival of consciousness researcher because it explains all of it.
1: Interesting. So you coined the term electromagnetic soul.
2: I did. I did. The EMS. E M S. Don't go
1: over, don't go over it now because we're too close to break. But before the the next break. (laughs) Okay. But before break, I do want to ask you, and I do have a few minutes for this answer. Have you spoken to God? Don't we all? Okay.
2: And that's just it. We all do. We are all connected to God. The question is, are we listening?
1: I love that. Did you hear that, everyone? Don't we all? We're all connected to God. The question is, are we listening? I'm speaking with Mark Anthony, the author of The Afterlife Frequency. You can find him at theafterlifefrequency.com. We're going for a quick break. We'll be back with Mark more after the break. So stay tuned.
0: From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief emotions are the gateway to the soul sherryanna and her lineup of best-selling authors healers and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality don't miss sherryanna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show calling all authors have you been considering an audiobook we'll look no further
4: Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now. The Four Gifts of Anxiety Mantras Made Easy To the Conscious Parenting Guide To Childhood Anxiety There is certainly a book there for you Find yours at shariannaboyle.com. <laughs>
3: Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa Play Dream. Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to dreamvision7radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your
1: emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at shariannaboyle.com.
5: This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
1: Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Mark Anthony. He's the author of The Afterlife Frequency. You can find him at theafterlifefrequency.com. Before the break, I asked Mark, have you spoke to God? And you said, don't we all? It's just a matter for listening. How do we know? How do we know it's God?
2: You'll know. And the thing is, how many times have... All right. <laughs> when we think, we hear a voice in our head, and that's the voice that sounds like our voice, right? Yes. Have you ever heard a voice that didn't sound like your voice, but felt filled with wisdom, love, love? Yes and guidance. Now, and and I know, look, I've been subjected to, to all kinds of vicious um, and insults and attacks. Oh, you hear voices. I mean, I, I've heard it all. And yes, there is a, a mental illness, uh, schizophrenia, where people hear voices. But this is what we're talking about. is very different. That is a a malfunction of the organ known as the brain that triggers these type of impulses. So when you're you don't suffer from that that condition and, and my heart goes out to the people who do because it's a very difficult and, and well, it's, it's not
1: de- yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's, de- it's debilitating, horrible, but yeah. not not curable. Yeah. Um yeah, there's a big difference.
2: You there, there's a big difference. You, you
1: can't even compare them. Yeah. You
2: yeah. will hear that voice and and we can hear it more often than we think. And I've had a couple couple incidents in my life where the voice came through very loud and clear. And I remember years ago, I attended this um, service. It was actually at a Catholic church, and there was a woman there named Maria Roca. And Maria was a healer and there's many documented cases and she said she was channeling the power of the Holy Spirit through her, and she was curing people of physical ailments. And what's really interesting is because, you know, when you hear things like that, you think, oh, oh yeah. there was another gentleman, Father Diorio, and um, he he was also documented. They're also sanctioned, not sanctioned, but they were, they no, they were sanctioned, in other words, in a good way by the Catholic church they're permitted to do this and i'm not trying to promote one religion over another because yeah. other faiths have this and i remember when i went to see marie because i was curious i wanted to see what she was doing and i was going through a period in my life even though i was a medium um where i was and i was practicing law and there was a lot of things in my life that were not going well my relationship uh you know was was falling apart and i was not happy with my career and and all this, and and I was sitting there, my head was so filled with negativity, and all of a sudden I hear Maria saying, there is a young man here who was questioning his faith. And all of a sudden, I look up, and she's looking right at me. There's hundreds of people there. And I looked up, and it was very interesting. It was not a typical Catholic church. It had, uh, like like, an image of the sun with the rays of the sun. And for a moment there, um, I study Egyptology, and it looked like there was the pharaoh Akhenaten who believed in one God, and he believed in the disk of the sun as as the essence of, of the light of God and the rays emanating from it in Egyptian art. And all of a sudden, I felt like I was there looking at that, and a voice filled my head that said, Stop denying me mm, and all of a sudden I realized I did believe in God well the interesting thing about how do you
1: de- how do you define god
2: it's God is the energy that connects all of us. Uh, god is the light, the supreme energy of creation, love. Um, It it is quantum electromagnetic energy, which flows through all of us. And that's why God always was and always will be, because as we know from the laws of thermodynamics, energy is neither created nor destroyed, only transferred from one form to another. And because everything is quantum electromagnetic energy on a subatomic level, That's why everything is interconnected and God is within all things. So in a way, we are all cells within the body of God, yet there is an intelligence that flows through this that interconnects everything. And now we know from Einstein's theory of relativity that there is no time because energetically, on the subatomic level, everything that has happened, is happened, and will happen, is occurring simultaneously. Mm. And you know, people say, "Well, that's really hard to wrap your head around." It's like, you think. <laughs> um, this is Einstein's theory of relativity, and Einstein did believe in God. And according to to Shirley MacLaine, the actress, I did a reading for her. She was friends with Stephen Hawking, the no great. No
1: way. Oh. Yeah. Love and Stephen
2: Hawking. That okay said, Mark, contrary to popular belief, Stephen did believe in God, but he believed in God as energy, and it's like well that's that's the the message that I got. So when we are open to receiving this now, yeah. I want to make something very clear to everyone. Messages from the divine and messages from spirits are about love, healing, that's right resolution, protection, okay? They're never about anger, bigotry, hatred, and violence. So when you hear these religious fanatics who say that, you know, the ultimate act of ego is creating God in your own image so that he gets to hate the same people you do. You know, it's like these religious, you know, and I get really annoyed. with And and
1: what, what annoys me is when, and I've had clients who have come to me, Who have told me about psychic mediums or just people who have these, who believe they have intuitive abilities. So they take it upon themselves to deliver a message, (laughs) right? And I get it sometimes it's because they want to help someone, they feel they have a powerful message. But I have, I've had people that have come to me and say, well, I got a message and the message from this person was, you know, my, my family was really upset with me, this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, that doesn't feel I, I, you're, exactly. That's how I felt too. I'm like, that doesn't feel like spirit and message. I'm not sure where that's coming from. First of all, do you agree that before, Someone has to ask for a message. Would you agree with that? Rather than just go deliver randomly, or at least be in the space where you're having conversation. What do you think about that? I've, this has happened a couple times, Mark, with no, pe- no, I'm, people I'm, I'm around nice. me where yeah. they're getting a random. Someone's just walking up to them. You know, I've just got a message that your energy is blah blah blah, and I'm like, what the heck?
2: What do you, you know think? what um there are yeah. scammers on social media that will say I feel something about you DM it's, me. So for sorry. everybody out there if, if somebody does that and and sometimes they're pretending to be me into <laughs> the other mediums.
1: Yes. It's not
2: real, block it and report it to Facebook, Instagram or or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. Boundaries. Uh, I'm talking about boundaries. boundaries.
2: Yeah. It, it is in my opinion, it is unethical to go up and fling a reading at someone. And that's the problem I have with these TV shows, where you'll have a medium, they run into a pizza parlor, hi, I'm a medium, you know, (laughs) they fling a reading at somebody who's eating a pizza. pizza. Well, that person was there to have a piece of pizza, not to suddenly deal with grief issues and receive messages from the other side. Also, those tend to be very fake, because I've been on television a lot. And to get Perfect makeup, perfect lighting, perfect sound, three different camera angles, and everybody that whose face appears in, in the background, they have to sign um, uh, uh, an authorization and a release. That takes about four or five hours to yeah. film what looks like a 30 to 45 second reading.
1: Right. Okay. And that's so what, that's what I, in I meant in the beginning of our conversation, everyone, when we were saying take care of your energy. Don't just let anybody come, come along. Um, and you can pause them and you can say, well, hold up here. (laughs) Thank you very much. But I'm just going to, I'm going to pause you right there. I'm not, I wasn't looking for a reading today, but I appreciate your offer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I get people all the time that, Oh, I'm connected to you. Your, your mother spirit came to me and to prove it this happened recently. Um, I get this email. This guy said, your mother's spirit came to me and said, she used to make you lemonade and serve it to you in a cup with monkeys on it. Well, first off, my mother never made lemonade. <laughs> Secondly, I never had a cup with monkeys on it. And it made absolutely no sense. Yeah.
1: So back to your thing, spirit, yeah. when, when we do connect to spirit, it's about love, resolution, you said, protect.
2: Right. And my point is, there is, like with these terrorists in the Middle East, um, that say that God is telling them to go blow things up or religious televangelists, like one that died recently, who shall not be named, who was all about God hates this, God hates that. It's like, well, first place, um, it's rather presumptuous to say that you are speaking for God. Secondly, as I understand Christianity and I do, because I, I was studying to be, you know, I was going to go into the priesthood. Um, it isn't a human being's job to judge, so don't tell me I'm you're wrong because blah 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 blah. So how about you let God judge that person? Or if the person gets arrested, there's a legal system that that is responsible for for judging that person.
1: Do you worry about God? Do, do does it concern you at all about God being sort of eradicated from? Do do you have those kinds of Concerns that I've heard some people say they they're concerned that their faiths are being and I mean I know this has been going on forever
2: well, God exists in spite of religion, not because of religion.
1: Love that. Okay. Did you hear that, everyone? Yeah,
2: that, that's, that's <laughs> Say in all it my books.
1: again. Say it. It's in all your in your book.
2: <laughs> that's in all my books. God exists in spite of religion, not because of religion. Uh, when when we're interfacing with the divine power, the infinite energy of God, the human brain cannot grasp the concept of infinity. So throughout history, human beings have created um, an interface, and that's religion. So it's easier for most people, instead of trying to think of quantum electromagnetic supreme intelligence, instead to talk to Jesus, or Shiva, or Vishnu, or well, Buddha's not technically God, he's a, like a supernatural teacher, but I think you see the point. And, and in the religions like Judaism and Islam, that forbid, you know, a, a depiction of God, they still have a concept because it's easier for us to to interface. The problem is uh, religions were crafted in the Bronze Age and then the Iron Age. And so God is usually or almost always depicted as a neurotic, angry man sitting on a throne with a scepter, smiting people. And, you know, here, I'm a God-fearing man.
1: Kind of oh. like Santa Claus.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've
1: been good. You've been bad. You've been naughty. You've been-
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're on the naughty list. So you're going to go burn forever in hell. Yeah,
1: but yeah exactly.
2: And this is all, you know, um, faith through fear isn't faith at all.
1: Mm, I love that. You've got some good ones. Faith through fear isn't faith at all. At all.
2: God is love. God is energy. God is creation. When people are, mediums are not of God. It's like, yes, well, everything is of God. And when people fling those quotes out, I ask them to please read the entire passage in Deuteronomy. Because if you get to the last verse, which is Deuteronomy 18, verse 22, it says that basically, if what the prophet, a.k.a. psychic or medium says is not true, then it is not of God Meaning, if it is true, then it is sanctioned by God. And then if you go to 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 12, there's an extensive list of the gifts that God gives to all of us, two of which are prophecy, and the one right next to that is discernment of spirits, and all are given by one and the same spirit, uh, which is God. So, so it depends, you know, you know, the salad bar Christians that want to yank the, um, the you know, I'll, I'll take this tomato to fling at somebody. No, no, not the cauliflower. You've got to take the entire doctor. It's many,
1: many of them are afraid of, of psychics and mediums and who are we praying to? What, who are we talking to? That yeah, kind of stuff. Is it Jesus? Is it not Jesus? It's I, a
2: demon. It's a demon impersonating your loved one. Okay. So. Oh. If a demon is impersonating your child who died, and the child's spirit gives you messages which take away some of the pain and make you understand that your child, when he or she died, did not disintegrate, but instead is an immortal living spirit, and that helps calm you, I don't see that as being very demonic.
1: No. No if it, and I love the way you point out if it helps calm you because i I got a message the other day and it was from a psychic person um and it it was just talking about something but it just the, the energy of it and what was in there it was so fearful that I thought this is not from spirit like this is nothing that I need to pay attention attention to um I need to just let this come in and let's go out of my field. Do you believe that we outgrow things vibrationally? Because a lot of people say that, well, you're not vibrating at the same level anymore. What do you say to those kinds of conversations? Because I've heard that too. I'm sure some of our audience members have heard, oh, well, that's because they're vibrating lower than you. What do you say to that?
2: Well, that's another form of arrogance. Mm. I'm on a much higher vibration <laughs> than you are. And what, what we have to realize is that everybody is on their own spiritual path. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, when I was in England and I was working with some very um, wise mediums. And they told me, they go, Mark, when you go public with this, you're going to lose All of your friends, maybe a few will stay, but don't worry. You'll make new friends. And they said, and when you lose those friends because they're not going to to believe in what you're doing, it's not because you're superior or better. They're simply on a different path and a different level in their spiritual journey, and you're on yours. But never look at it as you're better than anyone.
1: Mm, I, I believe in that whole humility.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. you know, there's a lot of people go around. Oh, I'm in a psychic, blah, blah, blah. you know, and yes. I, I don't okay. Like, yes. And, and, so I, and I,
1: some, okay. I won't
2: name names. Okay. But I know I, I could name some, some, some names that, that people would recognize. And it's, you know, it's funny because, you know, when I work with a group of mediums, it, you know, we start making jokes like, you know, the X-Men and stuff like that, because, you know, we do have weird abilities, but the thing is, yeah, I can talk to, to dead people, but I can't change the water pump in your car, all right? So if, if you need a water pump, your car breaks down somewhere, you need a water pump, the mechanic is by far superior to me in that particular context. Hmm. And and so we have to realize that everybody in the world is our superior. In that we can learn something from each person.
1: So you're saying, look at it as you're both on a journey. Don't don't view it as I've outgrown them spiritually. Because a lot of, I get a lot of clients that think that. Well, I've outgrown yeah. my partner, meaning vibrationally, I'm. I'm more activated than they are. Therefore, it's time for me to perhaps leave this relationship. And what? You,
2: yeah. Well, in a relationship, if if you're unhappy in the relationship. Oh, I got a lot to say about this one. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's interesting because when I did go public, um, most of my friends abandoned me. Really? But I made new friends. Who, yeah. who who understand and who are are on the same type of path that I am. And I don't dislike the people that, that you know, wafted away. They don't understand what I do. They don't believe it. Um, and that's their choice. You know, this is the United States of America. We're not supposed to ban books. We're not supposed to hate people who think differently than we do. Um, I think we're all going through a learning curve on that right now. But, but the thing is, um, it was time for me to move to, to a different, different place in my life. But to say I outgrew them, that once again is a form of hubris. If you're in a relationship and if it's not working, if you're unhappy and if you've tried counseling or try to reconcile, but it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. And the best thing you can do is, is get out of it. But, and and I can say this to people adultery is not the answer if you're in a relationship and you're having an affair on your partner your your spouse think of this if that person that you're you're cheating with if they will cheat with you they will cheat on you so so you may be trading um one one bowl of of negativity for another one i uh, I was at a, a dinner party with some of the people that let me go. And this one woman said, well, um, I I can't seem to get into a new relationship because every guy that I date, um, he gets all upset when he finds out that I go on vacation with my ex-husband all the time. Then the next next person said, well, my, my boyfriend won't leave his wife. And then this guy said, He goes, well, my partner, my male partner, he's a narcissistic sociopath and um, I'm seeing somebody else. But but this guy won't leave his. And they're going on and on and on. And and I said, all right, hold on, hold on. I go, how many of you go to counseling? Of course, all of them said yes. I go, how many of you take something like Prozac? And of course, they all said yes. I go, I'm going to save each of you about 20 to 30 thousand dollars a year in counseling and drugs. You get over your ex-husband. You know, either get back with him or cut him off entirely because no nobody's ever going to want to be with somebody who can't let go. You stop cheating on um uh with, with this guy, and you um stop stop enabling a dysfunctional relationship. Well, you're being very judgmental. I said, Am I wrong? You're all <laughs> complaining that these people won't be with you because you won't stop cheating on somebody or you won't let go of something. And they're all like, I never thought of that. And I'm like, your counselor didn't mention that.
1: I know. Isn't that great. Making nuts when I, I'm like, how is it you've been in all this therapy and you have not addressed this at this point. <laughs> 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 yeah, I agree that that's, that's not the solution, you know, and I, I do, I'm curious about what you think vibrationally about that. I mean, do you believe, and, and here's another question. I I do want you to come back because I do have a little bit of time left in the show and I don't want to leave the audience without this. But do you believe in all of your experience with talking to spirit that some people are influenced by negativity? And what does that mean in the spirit world? Because you do hear a lot of that they've been influenced by something negative. Therefore, that's influencing their current behavior, such as having an affair. He's not going to answer that right now, guys. We're taking another quick break. We'll be back. I'm speaking with Mark Anthony. He is the author of The Fre- Afterlife Frequency at theafterlifefrequency.com. We're coming right back to answer that. So hang on.
0: From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time.
4: Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at sherryannaboyle.com.
3: Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa Play Dream vision seven radio network for more details go to dreamvision7radio.com and click on host for the day imagine if you had a daily practice for
1: processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges well now you do my new book emotional detox now 135 self-guided practices to renew your mind heart and spirit is out in the world it includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at shariannaboyle.com.
5: This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment breathe relax and enjoy let life flow
1: welcome back to just ask spirit i'm speaking with mark anthony and we were talking about negativity before the break what are your thoughts
2: negativity. I hear a lot of people say, there's a negative spirit around me that's making me do this. Remember that old comedian, Flip Wilson?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Would say,
2: the devil made me do it. <laughs> um, first off, there is no devil. The devil is the human ego. And mm-hmm. think of the ego as edging God out. So the-
1: Ooh, Oh, you got to say that again. Ego. Edging. Ego.
2: Edging God. God.
1: Ouch. out. Out.
2: Out. Oh, my
1: God, I love that. Our
2: brain did not create our electromagnetic soul. It merely hosts it, much the same way that your computer hard drive hosts the programs on it. Your computer did not create the the programs, did not create the data. It merely hosts it. Well, the human brain creates the ego, Mm -hmm. and ego is a very primitive thing. And whenever you do, because ego is the me, 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 me. So whenever you do anything hurtful or harmful to another person, it's not because you're thinking out of love for that person. It's all about me, 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 me. And so when people embrace negativity or they make, you know, we all know the drama queens that make everything about them. And especially the addictive personalities where I'm an addict because everyone stresses me out or the manipulative narcissist that will you make me feel this way. No, they make themselves feel that way because they're edging God out. They're embracing self as center of the universe and everything else. They're also
1: not processing their emotions because when you process your emotions, you will connect to source. I'm sorry, but you will. God.
2: You're you're absolutely right. (laughs) You will. (laughs) Yeah. And the ego is a block to all that. And the ego is the devil. We don't need a jerk with a pitchfork sticking us in the butt to motivate us to do bad things. Yeah. But we can, I mean, think about whenever you say something unkind or cruel were you thinking about the person and how he or she would feel about it um when people lose their oh. temper why did you lose your temper it all comes back to an ego thing um the problem is so many world leaders are total ego driven personalities and i um, like vladimir putin yes. ego 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 kim jong un of North- so you
1: don't think he's got any kind of negative kind of forces around him you know but you hear people talking about aliens now and this you know, and that
2: vladimir putin is a negative force
0: he is yes.
2: it's all pure ego and yeah. i mean we hear about the insurrection recently they did this to me and they did that to you know and you know we've even had and you know people like that in our government but we won't talk about that yeah um, but if you look at somebody like kim jong-un of north korea here's a spoiled brat who is now in charge of a country with nuclear weapons, and it's all about me, 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 me. Meanwhile, he lives in a palace and has this big army, and his people are starving. If he were acting out of love for his country, maybe he would be spending money on his people. And, of course, that could be said of of the people who run this country as well. I mean when you watch the news, no matter what side of the aisle, it's ego, ego, ego. Very and much. It's like, well, didn't didn't we elect these people to work for us? You yes. know, our, our our bridges are falling apart, our airports. It's like, you know, and the thing is, it it, it all comes back our schools. To our schools, <laughs> it comes yep. back to ego is the negative force in the world.
1: Yes. Hear that, everyone? It's ego. So And again, I always say emotional processing. If you want to start to dissolve your own ego, because we all get, we have that, that judgment piece, process your emotions. This is amazing. Wow. Lots for us to think about, Mark. We have a lot to think about, but I really suggest that everyone get your book, The Afterlife Frequency. I I really don't think you're going to find a book that's at least that, that I I'm aware of in terms of the amount of experience that you have with this, and the fact that it goes generations back in your family, and the fact that you're part of this new study, which I can't, I can't wait till that happens. Is there any final thoughts or words you want to share with our folks?
2: Yes, um, it would be a long story, but I'll crystallize it down. If I have a message, and this was transmitted to me from from spirits, from the divine, uh, from my mother's spirit, speaking on behalf. And she said, Mark, your life's mission is to help, not tell, but to help people understand that the divine power we call God exists, that the afterlife heaven, nirvana, the afterlife frequency exists, that our electromagnetic soul is an eternal living being, that humans can communicate with souls, and that we will all be reunited in the light that is God when it is our appointed time to leave the material world. Mm -hmm. And that's the message that I have.
1: Amen. 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 That's all I can say is amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show, Mark. Thank you and yeah, thank you everyone out there for tuning in to just As spirit and don't forget to head over to the just As spirit marketplace check out our goods and services over there that we have to offer and also my new book energy in action check it out it's a way of manifesting through emotional processing take care everyone and remember your emotions matter processing them matters more
0: thank you for listening Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more.